Well, hello, hello. How are you doing? How are you doing? This is the S. Anthony Says Podcast. This is the S. Anthony Thomas, and this is episode number three, one, two, number three, twelve. Thank you very, very much for listening to the rest of this crap, and hopefully you'll be listening to new crap because I would just keep doing this crap every week, and I want to thank you bastards, the bastard army, for listening to this crap. Thank you very much, folks, and thank you very much for your uh, enthusiastic response about last week's episode. I really, really appreciate it. You weird bastards now folks uh let's get to this and and this is <laughs> you, for those of you that have been listening to this podcast for the majority of the four years you know that there's a couple of people that i talked about that you know a couple of people that did uh, some bad stuff to me not not go to the not go to the police bad not go to their house and whip their ass bad but bad enough where it changes the way you feel about people and I know that's happened to you on occasion too. You, you you have somebody that does something to you or does something that you're aware of and you look at them and you can't really look at them the same way anymore. This, you, you look at them and there's a, there's, it's almost like, you, you know, something like they took their mask off and all of a sudden there, there's something different there. You know, it's like when you, it's like when you, uh, like if you, like on Twitter, you know, uh, I've, I had, to, I was following some celebrities that I, whose movies I liked and TV shows that I liked when I was a kid. You know, and some actors and actresses and singers and things. And then they would put out some tweets or they'd say some things and you just look at them like, what? And you always thought of them as a nice person, as a great person, as open to other people, as funny and charming and everything. And then you find out that they're nothing more than a piece of crap. Right? I'm not going to mention any names because I don't want to get into that. But there's a couple of people that are actors that I liked and I had their DVDs, which will show you how long I liked them because nothing I have is on DVD anymore. It's all downloads. But I had their DVDs and every once in a while I'd pop their movie and oh, this guy's great. Let me pop in this guy's movie. Yeah, this is great. And then as the movie goes on, I keep thinking about the crap that they said that was ridiculous and horrible. And I just can't enjoy it anymore. I just can't enjoy it. You know, there was a couple of singers that I thought were cool. And then all of that, then don't. And I know that when this when this episode airs, I'm going to get direct messages or emails from either my regular bastard army who are listening to this right now or some personal friends or some Facebook friends or some Twitter friends. And you're going to go, who are you talking about? Who are you talking about? I'm telling you right now, don't waste your time. I'm not even going to tell you who I'm talking about because it's not really important. I'm just trying to make a point. But I'm listening to this person's music and it's just like, oh, after what you said, after what I know you believe, I can't do it. And I just deleted their crap out of my my stuff. I did not on my phone anymore. I don't even want to hear your damn music, you know, and, and I didn't think I was one of those people that would take it personally when people say horrible things. You know, if they did, uh, believe things that I don't believe, I normally don't care about that stuff, but sometimes they go too far. Now, why did I say that? I'm talking, like I said, I'm talking about when people do things that just make you change the way you feel about them. And as I said before, during the four years and change of this podcast, there's been a couple of people that did some things to me. And I thought that they, we were cool. I thought that we were at least, I thought they were decent people. And I just can't stand their guts now. And I still have to see one of these basses I see maybe once a week or so. And there's another one of these basses I see all the time. And there's a part of me that just wants to walk up and pimp slap his punk ass across the street, getting picking back up. Are you OK? Yeah, I'm fine. And then pimp slap the crap out of him again. But I don't want to get arrested and I'm not really a violent guy, but I'm, you know what I'm saying. 
So I'm in the I'm in the gas station and I'm I'm minding my own business. I'm I'm getting some coffee and I'm about to buy some gas and I see this guy. Now, before this guy was one of those guys that he knew he was wrong. So he made it a point. I remember seeing him in a supermarket and he was like hiding from me like it was Mission Impossible. You know, I'd walk down the aisle and I thought that it was him, but it's not like I'm going to go approach his ass. I don't want to talk to him. But I mean, he 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 obviously knew it was me. And the only thing was missing was bump, bump, the bump, 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 this guy damn near dived over some fresh fruit to keep me from seeing him and i almost wanted to go to, i almost wanted to go up front and grab the microphone uh jackass s anthony sees you uh he just thinks you're a piece of human crap uh there's really no need to dump to jump over the produce you stupid bastard he's not going to do anything to you he wants to beat your ass but he's not going to do it because he's a nice person. And also he doesn't want to wind up in jail and ruin his career. Right. Of course I didn't. I kind of enjoyed watching him dive over stuff. <laughs> right. A couple of times I was actually done shopping, but I was like, you know, what? I'm gonna make him, I'm gonna make him, I'm gonna make him jump over the milk. Watch this. And I turn the corner real quick. Oh, he dives over some stuff, <laughs> knocks over some paper towels, has to stand there picking them back up as I go up front and leave, knowing that as I've driven off and gone on about my day, he's still sitting there picking up crap because he's a punk. So back to present. I'm in the gas station. I'm buying my gas and I see this jackass. Right. But I think he's gotten a lot more comfortable because he is kind of hiding from me. You know, you kind of hide from a person. You don't want to really like make a big move. You just kind of turn your body a little bit so they can see just the back of you or like you're reading a box of cereal or something you kind of hold it up near your face so they can't see your face he's pulling that kind of move because he probably was embarrassed by the fact that he kept jumping over produce and knocking stuff over in the supermarket to hide from me but this time I was like you know what I'm gonna, I'm gonna let this guy off the hook I'm gonna act like I don't see his ass I'm gonna just go about my business you know besides I didn't I didn't want him to jump over stuff in the suit in the uh, gas station because I actually like the people at the gas station and I didn't want their stuff knocked over so I'm getting my coffee and I'm about to go up front and say here you know here's the, the coffee here beep and then you know twenty dollars on pump number six or whatever the hell amount of gas I was getting I forgot what it was and I see him and he sees me so I'm out pumping my gas and I'm drinking my coffee and I notice he's with a woman. Right? He's with a cute lady that's right in front of him. Maybe it's his girlfriend. I don't know. You know, she, she seems to be his girlfriend or his wife. I don't know. I, I can't tell what their relationship is. I just know that they know each other and apparently they're close because they're walking close together. I also notice that they're arguing. Right? She's giving him a hard time. And if you've ever been in, in a relationship, you can tell by the woman's body language how angry she is at you. And she's about, oh, there it is. There goes the waving of the finger. And there goes the pointing at the chest. And there goes her point turning away and motioning to something. So apparently he did something someplace else that was stupid, but she's still mad about it. And I'm loving it. I'm loving it. It's like that McDonald's, that old McDonald's thing. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. I'm loving it. I'm loving every second of this crap. And I'm going good. I hope the gas pump slows down because I want to enjoy watching him get punked by his girlfriend slash wife slash whoever she is to him. And it's beautiful. And he doesn't even notice that I'm looking at him. But I'm trying my best not to laugh because I don't want to distract him. I wanted to keep torturing his punk ass. And now all of a sudden he starts hulking up. I can't hear what they're saying, but he's all. Hey, back up, back up. 
game again. And you ain't not with the big Yeah, well, let me tell you something. Yeah, well, because I can't hear what they're saying. But apparently he's losing the argument. And then he starts getting all. He's not like, I don't think he's actually going to hit her. You know, but he's kind of like, you know, uh, uh, puffing his chest out. Uh, uh, and she's looking at him as if to say, really, punk, you got to be kidding me. You're going to try to act all tough now that we outside with your punk ass. She didn't say that, but her body language said it because she looked at him as if to say, really? You ever seen a woman have a look on the face like, excuse me, punk? You know, that's the, she gave him the excuse me, punk face. And I gave them both the ha ha. I'm loving this crap face. Right. And then he got up close to her and he, he was like right in her face with his hands on his hip. And, and you and I'm looking at this guy and I'm looking at her and I'm telling you right now, one of the best things that I've ever seen in my life was about to happen. I could tell it was about to happen. It was wonderful that it happened. She read back and did what I like to refer to as slapped the crap out of his set. That punk ass bastard she pimp slapped his punk ass she came across with the with the open hand but the cop and then as her hand went past his face she came back with the backhand blow and some spit flat flew out of his face and she knocked him off balance a little bit and i'll be honest with you i felt very very guilty and why did I feel guilty? Because normally I don't like domestic violence at all. I definitely don't like when a man hits a woman because I've been in situations where a man hit a woman. I'm not saying I want to keep doing this because sometimes it'll get you killed. But I remember a guy trying to hit a woman and yeah, I said, yo, dude, bro, come on, bro. Don't do that, bro. Come on. And he starts hulking up towards me and I already wanted to stomp his brains out. And he starts humping. What you going to do? N word. And he pushed my shirt and I and I was having a bad day already. I was having a bad day already. You ever had a day where you're so angry you want somebody to do something to you in a situation where you're allowed to beat the crap out of them? Well, it was one of those situations. And what you going to do, N-word? By the way, he was a black guy also. And you going to do, N-word? And he pushed my shirt. And I'm looking at him. And I can tell by his wife-beating shirt. Because I don't know why they call those shirts wife-beaters. I wish they'd just say tank top because that's that's not cool. But he had a tank top on and he had shorts. And I'm looking at him. And I'm going, man, I don't, I don't want to get in a fight with this guy one i don't want to get into a fight anyway but two i don't know if this guy has a weapon and it became pretty apparent that this guy didn't have a weapon and he's what you gonna do and i started looking at him and i started smiling because i realized there's cameras around and if you looked at our body language you could tell from our body language that i didn't want to fight i was trying not to fight i was trying to calm the situation down and now he's starting to get aggressive with me and with him getting aggressive with me what did it give me permission to do it rhymes with bick his chest okay I'll just say it. Beat his ass. He's trying to be all, all that kind of tough guy with me. And I grabbed him by his throat. And I said, hey, I'm having a bad day right now. And I'm about to, and I curse, bleep you up right now. You understand what I'm saying? I'm about to bleep you up right now. You might want to sit down because I'm about to bleep you up. And I got up in his face and I look right at him like, you understand what I'm saying? And he saw the look on my face. And sometimes you can look at a person's face and realize they're willing to go a lot further with the physical altercation than you are. I know what that's like. I know what it's like when you're getting into a little tussle with somebody and you just want to you know, try to be all tough guy. You don't really want to hurt the guy. You want to smack him around a little bit to prove how tough you are. And you're looking at the guy and you realize 
I'm either going to, it's just only way to win this fight is I'm going to have to beat this guy senseless or kill this guy. Cause this guy's not going to be one of those guys you, you punch in the face, knock him down and he goes, man, forget this. Or he comes back with a token amount of uh, fighting effort back to it. This is one of those guys who is going to drive to your house five years later with a baseball bat bust in your house. Remember that time back in the nineties, you bastard. And then start attacking you in your room. And then even if you win the fight, then he goes to jail. He comes back out three years later and you're on a fishing trip in Alaska and he comes busting out of the ice plow remember me damn it he's one of those dudes and you're going you know what it'd be better for me to act like a punk and get out of this because this guy's crazy one of those situations well in that situation he looked i was the crazy guy i wasn't actually crazy but i looked crazy because it was a bad day and he backed off and his girlfriend at the time smiled and she nodded at me and he walked away calmly Back to the gas station. So she slaps the crap out of his punk ass and it was beautiful. And like I said, I don't like domestic violence. And I felt like a hypocrite because the whole time as she's rearing her hand back for the first slap, I'm going, please, God, smack him. Please smack him. Smack him hard. Smack him hard. I wish I could go back in time and introduce him to a bigger, stronger woman because he's the kind of guy that we're always going to, no matter what relationship he was in, he was going to find a woman that was open to slapping the crap out of him. And she was a little petite Jada Pinkett type lady. And I was hoping that he'd wind up with a Serena Williams type lady, a big, beautiful sister with an athletic body who could really slap the crap out of him. And the only the reason I wouldn't want him to be married to a Serena Williams woman is because he don't need that. He don't deserve that much chocolatey deliciousness. I do, but that's a different story. So she slaps the crap out of him and I'm looking and I'm about to bust out laughing. Like I said, I felt bad because I don't like domestic violence, but she slapped the crap out of this bastard and I saw some spit fly out of his face. And I know you're going to think I'm making this up to make, to, I'm, I'm not making this up. I literally saw the spit fly out of his face. The spit looked back at him as it was flying away and gave him the middle finger and then the spit looked at me and gave me a thumbs up then it hit the ground and it was beautiful it was almost as if her hand read my mind because i was it was almost as if i mentally made her slap him because i wanted her to slap him because he deserved to be slapped and it was great and then he turned around and noticed me looking at him and i was smiling at him because it was great watching him get slapped. Once again, I felt bad because I don't like domestic violence. Usually this time on this one occasion, I was OK with it because I wanted to slap the crap out of him. Uh, but but it's, I, I, I feel bad. Bing! And now it's twenty dollars or whatever amount of money I put into the gas tank. And now I got to take the gas thing out and put it into the gas cage. And I mean, I mean, take the put the gas pump back and close the gas tank and leave. I wanted to stay a little longer to see if she was actually going to put him in a suplex, throw him on the ground and put him in the, the figure four leg and come out and hit him with a chair. But I, OK, maybe that wouldn't have happened. So he's looking at me and he's got this look in his face like I can't be with you over there enjoying it. And he's looking at me right. And he starts walking towards me and I'm looking at him and I'm going, oh, God, oh, please come over here, please. I'm begging you, because if she slapped the crap out of you and she's Jada Pinkett size and she knocked you off balance, 
What do you think would happen if me, if I hit you? I'm still fat right now, okay? Which means I could put all of this body weight behind this punch and I know how to throw a punch. Please come over here, please, because all of these cameras are around and I'm going to be nice and scared. I'm going to put my hands up like I don't want this kind of altercation. I'm going to let you grab my shirt. I'm even going to let you throw a punch because the moment you throw a punch, it means I have permission to do to you whatever the hell I want to do to you there are a whole lot of things I'd like to do to this guy, one of which is slap the crap out of him like his woman did. So I walked around my car as if I was looking at my tires to make sure that they had enough air in them. Uh, but that, I, I was really not doing it. I was actually moving around to give him an opportunity to do what he wanted to do. And he walks, he starts walking towards me. And then I kind of look at him and I think I blew it because I had a look on my face like, please, I'm about to beat your punk ass because he works closer to me. And then he looks at my face and I don't know what expression I had on my face was, but he went mm, and then kind of went. Hey, man, like trying to defuse it. And I'm looking at him like, please, God, just two more steps, just two more steps. And his girlfriend goes, where are you going? And he goes, I was one, uh, he's a friend of mine. And I said, I ain't a friend of his. He. And then I said what he did. And she goes, you did that to him. You do. You, you, you really are dirty. And then she used the word that I'm not going to use right now. And then she said, I should. I should slap you for him. And I'm like, no, that one good slap was enough. Next time, kick him in the balls. Me, I laugh. His girlfriend laughs. He ain't think it was that funny, but that made it even more funny to me. And then I walked around my car and got in. (laughs) It was beautiful. I'm not the kind of person that normally wishes something bad happens to somebody. I'm really not. And I know most of you probably aren't the kind of people that wish bad things to happen to people. I know you're not. But come on now. There are times when somebody does something to you and nothing happens to them and you want bad things to happen to them. And this is one of those times. It was wonderful. I wish I could have just moved from where I am and moved to where they are because I have a distinct feeling by the fact that the way she slapped the crap out of him, she was real accurate with that slap. I'm telling you right now, she'd give Ronda Rousey a run for her money. I'm telling you, okay, maybe not Ronda Rousey, but you know what I'm talking about. I would have loved to be there next door neighbors right across the street from that house where I could open up the window and watch him do something stupid and then watch her slap the crap out of him. Oh, it was wonderful. Now, I just want to say for the record, even though I enjoyed this crap slapping, um, I don't agree with domestic violence at all. I agree. I think that we all just in general, we should find ways to solve our problems without violence. I truly, truly do. But I just want to say this on occasion. You know, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like when you go on, it's like when you're on your diet, like I'm, I'm eating more healthy. And as I said, I lost uh, some weight last time I went to my doctor's office and I'm continuing to do so. And, you know, a lot of times I even have friends that are vegans. I have, uh, I had a double sprout sandwich with lettuce on it and a diet water and low cal ice cubes for lunch. And then I splurged and had a piece of celery that wasn't boiled. And then I had a piece of iceberg lettuce that was chopped in half to make it even. And I had a, di- I had some diet oxygen and I, those people and occasionally everyone. And I, I remember seeing one, it was just a strict, straight up double vegan. Yes, that's really a thing. And I, I caught this best. I'm telling you, it was great. I caught, I'm, I walk into a place and I'm telling you, I forgot what the name of 
but it was like one, you know, you go to those hamburger places and it's like the local hot hamburger place. I'm not going to say what it is because I'd be identifying the city and the person. And I walk in and this mother sucker sitting at a table. And what is this mother sucker doing? Notice I said mother sucker, not the curse word. You know what this mother sucker was doing? This mother jumper. I said jumper, not the other word. You know what I'm saying? Mother plus the curse word. And I, at the time I cursed as much as that. You know what this Okay, I'm, I can say bastard because I say bastard good enough. You can say bastard on television. You know what this, you know, I'm, I'm going to curse now. Shit. I just want to get it out of the way because I control myself. Damn it. I, <clears throat> anyway, he's sitting there eating a double. Uh, I'm not, oh damn, I almost identified the hamburger, which would identify the place. I don't want to do that. He's sitting there eating a hamburger. It has cheese and bacon on it. And it was a double burger with cheese and bacon, which means two hamburger patties, cheese on each of the hamburger patties, bacon on top of each of the patties of the hamburger. So it wasn't just, I mean, if he had like a little cheeseburger, he still would have been busted. But this was a double burger. Captain Vegan over there with his diet ice cubes. And I walk in there and I walk in this, I walk, bing, 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 the, the door, you know, that little, the little bell on top of the door. I open the door up and this dumb bastard is sitting right there because he just didn't expect anybody that knew his punk ass to be there because nobody expected him to be in that area. And he probably didn't expect me to do, be doing a show in that area. And I walk in and he's sitting right there and I see him and he sees me and I see him and he sees me. And he's got, he's got a mouthful of that burger. He's got the burger in his hand and I look at him. And he looks at me and I look at him and he looks at me and I look at him and I walk up to him and I sit down at his table because he's by himself. <laughs> right. And I look at his the, the table and not only does he have the burger with the cheese and the bacon and burger cheese and bacon and double burger and double bacon and quadruple cheese and all of that crap. This punk ass bastard has a soda. Wait a minute. That's a soda with sugar in it and stuff like that. Health boy. Hmm. That's not diet water and light ice cubes and diet oxygen. No, it isn't. Mm. And he looks at me and he goes, hi, yes. And I go, hi, buddy. I said his name. I didn't call him buddy. Hey, what's going on there, huh? I didn't know they served vegan hamburgers in this particular place. Well, I'm right back. Exactly. So I just sat there looking at him and he's trying not to eat the hamburger, the double burger, double bacon, quadruple, quadruple, double, quadruple burger. And he puts it down and I'm looking at him. I'm, I'm looking at him as if to say, you already have a head of mouthful of it. I saw you chewing it when I walk over here, punk. Why are you going to act like that hamburger is like the other woman? And you're going to act like you just met her. And you're going to, you know, sometimes you meet a guy and he's cheating on his wife and you run up to him and he's like kissing this girl. And he's got a handful of her butt cheeks and he's slobbing it down. And they got their tongues down each other's throats and if she's feeling her stuff and she's feeling his stuff and they try to act like they don't even know each other and you come in and you hang out with them and they kind of sit they try to act like they're at a business meeting and you're going oh you're at a business meeting she always she's wearing a low cut top and all that kind of thing and i guess you were looking for some files between her butt cheeks that's why you were squeezing them and separating them and obviously she probably had a flash drive down her throat is that why you were licking the back of her teeth and it's as embarrassing as that right and I said, dude, I already saw you eating a double quadruple quadruple bacon, double quadruple hamburger. You might as well keep eating it. You're busted, punk. And he looks at me like, well, I'm going to have my I said, dude, I don't care. 
The only reason that I'm, I'm busting you on this is because you always give me a hard time about stuff. And now I know that you, just like everybody else, occasionally want to treat yourself to some stuff. But don't tell anybody that I'm because I'm a quadruple, quintuple, quadruple vegan and double vegan. And I said, dude, no one really cares that much. Right? Right? Then why are you filming me on your phone? I'm not filming you on the phone. Why did you type underneath the film of me eating this hamburger? Stupid hypocrite bastard. Why did you type that on there? I did that. No, that, that, that my thumb slipped. <laughs> and I said, listen, jackass, you know, all the time you keep giving me a hard time about stuff. Well, from now on, punk, we're going to have an understanding here, sucker. Right? Like if we had a party and all that kind of stuff and I'm eating a slice of pizza, I don't need you walking over to me and giving me any of them evil looks like you some kind of better person than me, punk. I don't want to hear it. Right? Right? I don't want to hear crap. So a few weeks goes by. And he's hanging out with friends and stuff. And I've been good on my diet for six days. And this one particular day, I decide I want to have a slice of cake. It's not a big slice of cake. It's a little slice of cake. And normally, this vegan bastard would start with, would cough <coughs> when I started to eat the cake. And I looked over at him. And he forgot that I had busted him. And I'm about to put the cake to my mouth. And he's about to do the cough thing. And I look at him. And I, with my other hand, I, I mimic eating a hamburger and he goes, oh, and I went, yeah, I looked at him like, you're damn right. I own you, bitch. I didn't say that out loud. My eyes said it. My eyes said, I own you, bitch. Yeah. And he better know. Okay. Maybe I shouldn't have talked about it on the podcast. Now I've exposed him and now he can go back to giving me a hard time. Damn. I should have thought this through. <laughs> I'm going to cut this part out. I like being able to blackmail that bastard. But like I said, man, I use this little story about my vegan hamburger sucker to point out that sometimes, you know, there's an exception to the things you normally do. And like I said, normally I can't stand domestic violence. But when it comes to that particular guy getting slapped on that one occasion, I loved every second of it. Now, if I saw it again, if he got if she slapped the crap out of him again, I still wouldn't say anything. And I, I would still enjoy watching him get the crap slapped out of him. But I but I would I would I, 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 I'm sorry. I just have to make an exception for this guy. Everybody else. I don't want you to get the crap slapped out of you. But this particular guy. I, OK, OK, OK. That makes me a hypocrite. So I, I just want to say that I hope that this guy doesn't get the crap slapped out of him anymore by that particular woman who he's dating. I don't want that to happen. OK. Now, granted, if he breaks up with that woman, which I'm pretty sure he will at some point because he's, he's probably cheating because that's the kind of scumbag he is. And he finds another woman. I hope that woman slaps the crap. No, that's wrong. No, no, no. OK, let's just make this very, very definitive because I don't want people to get the wrong impression of me. The S yes machine. I don't like domestic violence. Definitely not when it's a man on a woman. And I don't like domestic violence when it's a woman onto a man. So please, if, you, if you're in that kind of situation, Dude, there's no way this guy's going to listen to this podcast because he knows that I'm probably he probably knows that I do this podcast. I don't know how he wouldn't know, but 
You know, so he said, well, you might even be listening to this podcast. Okay. Say, say you are listening to this podcast. I want to apologize right now for, for laughing at you in my mind when that little woman slapped the taste out of your mouth. It was wrong for her to do that. I don't care what you did. No matter what you did, it doesn't warrant her slapping the crap out of you and me leaving that stupid look on your face and then having that. The, I, I apologize for enjoying watching you get the, the the crap slapped out of you. That was wrong of me. OK, I don't want to be a hypocrite when it comes to these situations. I apologize for enjoying watching you get the crap slapped out of you. OK, so I just want to put that out there for my bastard army. I mean, I did a whole set, this whole chunk of the show, almost more than half of the show about this. And I just want to say I I. I'm not all for little women slapping the crap out of big giant dudes who are punks. Oh, okay. Hold on. Let's do this again. I don't like it. Okay. And there we go. All right. <clears throat> Segment over. Okay. That was some good shit. I love which I hope the next time she kicks him in his nuts. You know, we're still recording, right? Oh, uh, that's all right. Do me a favor. When I finish, when I stop this segment, uh, edit, edit this chunk out because it would be embarrassing if this part got out. But that, okay, could you do that for me? Yeah, no problem. You know, I got some other things I got to do today. You know, you know, I'm not going to forget. You're not going to forget. You're not going to forget to cut this part out, right? Of course not. I mean, why would I embarrass you? Well, 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 everybody had the big protest in Washington, D.C. yesterday and around the country. You know, I saw that they had a protest in my hometown. There was a lot of places that had protests and marches because of the uh, March for Life. And I'm pretty sure that quite a few of you that listen to me will probably even there or sympathize with it. But you know what happens when you see big stories like that? It either brings out the best in everybody or it brings out the worst in everybody. When there's a tragedy, it brings out the best in everybody and it brings out the worst in everybody. You have people that, you know, change their hearts and minds and they want to help out people that don't look like them or don't live in their, their section of the country or don't think like them. They think of each other as human beings and they want to help each other and do great stuff and they care. And they get, But you also have the people that... You know, you have the, it didn't really happen. And it's really hard if you're the person who had, who's, who lost a loved one, lost a friend, or even lost someone that you ran across on a daily basis and then have somebody that wasn't there saying that it didn't happen. You know, and it, it was a lot of big stories. I mean, it, 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 everybody was talking about the data breach and Facebook. And I'll be honest with you, uh, even though I'm pissed off about the data breach of Facebook and the 50 million profiles I got mined for information, I'll be honest with you. I think that we should do a, we should mine data on our own Facebook pages. And what I mean by that is how many people that are actually following you on Facebook are actually friends of yours, people you give a crap about, people you talk to, people whose people's opinions that you want? How many of them are there? People always ask me, how come you don't have 5,000 friends on Facebook? Well, I was approaching that number, but then I started realizing I don't want to just have friends on Facebook uh, just to have the number. Because at the in the beginning, when I got on Facebook in 2009, it was just about getting on. Oh, I want to get as many people as possible because that, that will make me look and I'll have as many people. That person has more people. I need more people. And how come he has more people? And, how come? and then I started thinking about it and I realized I didn't even when I would see the the uh, the things that the people posted on my my timeline, my feed, I really just didn't give a crap about it, right? 
And I started realizing I got to start whittling this down because I only want to see posts and I only want to be friends with people whose posts I like to read and people I actually know. And somebody goes, well, maybe you don't like dissenting opinions. Is that what it is? You're afraid to hear dissenting opinions? It's not about that because I'm on the Internet in many places. I got two Twitter uh, pages, you know, and some other stuff. So I see dissenting opinions and I read the news. So it's not I'm afraid of the, or, or, or don't want dissenting opinions. It's just that. Sometimes when you go online, you just want to talk to your friends. You know, like if you go to a bar and you're at a table with your friends, you're not saying you don't want to have conversations with other people as a rule. It just means when you're at this particular bar sitting at this particular table, you only want to talk to your friends. Right. Imagine if you're at the bar and you're sitting there at a table with your friends and you're having a good conversation. And all of a sudden, random people just kind of pulled up to the table, sat next to you. And every time you're trying to talk to your friends, they made it a point to be a contrarian to everything that you guys were saying. And they made it a point to try to pick fights with everybody. And they started drinking out of the beer, even though you didn't say they could sit at the table. Now they're drinking out of the beer. And all of a sudden you're trying to eat your chicken fingers and these jackasses who you don't even know who you didn't invite to the table. and You didn't want them to sit there in the first place decided they want to stick their hands on your plate and take your chicken fingers you wouldn't like that would you it doesn't mean you hate that person it doesn't mean that maybe under different circumstances you might uh you know invite that person around but you don't want them doing that and that's what i think about on facebook i have friends and family on facebook people i've worked with on facebook and i have a lot of people on facebook because i know a whole lot of people because that's what happens when you do comedy for decades and you travel around like i did and will do again you meet and know a lot of good people but the thing is you got to be very very careful who you have on facebook because you'll find out the hard way that a lot of people that you thought you knew as it turns out you don't know the bastards as well as you think you did now what do i mean by that you ever just have a you post a story on facebook you post a maybe it's a tragic story that touched your heart and you you post the you post the news article and you see the normal comments from normal compassionate people oh that's wrong oh my heart goes out oh i'm going to donate to the charity oh that's bad oh if that happened to me i'd go crazy and then you run across that one person that just comes just like the person that in the hypothetical comes up to the table and just sits down at the table and invites themselves and instead of just enjoying in entering the conversation with something productive they just have to add pee to the Kool-Aid. You know what I'm talking about. You put a story up, baby shots in own home as stray bullet from gang member goes through the brick. And instead of saying, man, I hope the baby's going to be okay. Man, we need to change this. We need to do that. We need to put people in jail. We need that. You have a person. Well, maybe the baby wouldn't have a hole in her leg if you lived in a better neighborhood. I know one thing. If a bullet came through, I would just pick up and leave. And that's what you're adding to the conversation. I mean, technically, yes. But do you really think that this person would be there if they didn't have to be there? Do you notice that a neighborhood can change very quickly or you can have jackasses driving through the neighborhood, notice someone that they want to shoot at and not giving a crap about where the bullet goes and just begin firing at that person? That can happen anywhere. I know friends in Los Angeles who lived in neighborhoods that were pretty cool. But as it turns out, they live near a store. And because they live near a store, certain people went to 
to that store and there were other people who went to that store that didn't like the original people that went to that store. They spotted them and they began shooting bing, 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 bullets all over the place. Would you want them to move from their neighborhood? They couldn't move from their neighborhood. As it turns out, their neighborhood was pretty nice. It just so happened that a bunch of jackasses that had weapons started firing in their neighborhoods. We need to start data mining on Facebook also. Look at what people are saying on your page. Now, a lot of people go, yeah, but you've been on online for a long time. What about Twitter, man? What about your Twitter? Well, the thing is, on Twitter, you're allowed to put up fake profiles. You're allowed to put up a picture that's a picture of a duck or something like that and pretend that it's not, you know, that you're something else. You're allowed to put up fake names. You're allowed to put up wacky names. So you have some anonymity. And if you know this an anonymity there, then you also have to know that there's going to be trolling there. And you also have, you know, that going in. It's like going into a bar. Right. If you go into a bar or a nightclub with this drinking, you got to realize there's always going to be a chance that there's going to be a small number of people there that are going to drink too much and act like jackasses. There may be some fights and there may be some things that you don't want to go down. But Facebook is a little bit different because you have to use your real name on Facebook. You put up your real picture on Facebook. And which means when you're on Twitter, if somebody says something wacky and crazy on Twitter, they may be trolling. Now, that's bad in and of itself that somebody would say something crazy or insensitive under a news article. But at the very minimum, you, you don't really take it that seriously or pay that much attention to it because sometimes they don't even have a profile picture. And a lot of times, like I said, it's somebody trolling. But what about somebody says something horrible and horrific and insensitive on Facebook where their real name is and their real picture is? Have you noticed that the majority of people you see in the news that get in trouble in their real life aren't? It's not because they said something on Twitter, right? When you have racist teacher or racist sheriff or a racist this or a racist that get in trouble. Why do they get in trouble? Because on their Facebook page with their real name, their real occupation and a recent picture of their face, they said these horrific things. And when somebody says horrific things like that with their real name and their real face, it means that's their real opinion. They really think that. Like if, like I said, when it was an article, when it was a, a baby gets shot in the leg and they're at home because a stray bullet hits. If somebody on Twitter with a duck avi or, or, or avi of a, of, a, of a cat or some crap like that and their name is Captain Ass, Ass Slurper and that's their name on Twitter and they say, hey, that baby deserved it. Now, of course, what they're saying is insane, but they don't have their face in their picture up there. And even though you hate what they said, like I said, you're in a bar and sometimes you got to deal with jackasses in the bar and you know that going in. But if you're on Facebook and you're a teacher and that's a picture you took of yourself last week. Right. And you go, that baby deserved to get shot in the legs. You know what? I like when babies get shot in the leg. In fact, I'm starting a new thing called shoot babies randomly in legs. And I want to start it right now. And you do it on Facebook. Well, you meant that crap. I've seen things underneath articles that I paste put on Facebook where I'm literally lo looking at the person going, what? And then I want to see if that's a friend of a friend. And I remember a couple of times I put some things up and somebody sent some horrific crap and it was a friend. And I don't even remember friending that bastard. And then I look back, a friend since 2009. And I realize, oh, this is someone from back when I was just trying to get my numbers up on Facebook when I actually cared about getting numbers up on Facebook, which I don't care about anymore. And I go, wait a minute, I, I got it. 
let me let me click on this person's page just to see what the deal is. Maybe this is maybe I don't know. It's just a, a momentary lapse. I don't know why I'm giving these jackasses the benefit of the doubt, but I go to their page. I click on the page and you scroll down and it's just horrific crap after horrific crap. You start seeing racist stuff, not hard racism, like N words, N words. It's like that, you know, that that veiled racism that people try to get away with. So they want to so it'll look like they're not racist, but they're really I'm not saying that we should put all I'm saying is, you know, when you're doing this and you do that, maybe you deserve to get shot. I'm just saying maybe the baby, maybe the baby was in the window and put her middle finger up. And that's why the guy shot her in the leg. I'm just saying if you put your middle finger up at people, even if you're a baby, maybe you deserve to get shot. And you're going, what the hell is with this cat? And I just unfriend these bastards. That's why, man, I'm telling you, you got a data mine on your own Facebook page. Because I'm telling you, if you got more than a thousand people on your Facebook page, if you don't know these people uh, personally, like I know about a third of the people. Say, if, I, if I whittle down my Facebook page, the people I've actually met, talked with, been to their house, done a show with, hung out with, it would go down from like 30, just like 3,200 or something like that. That, that would whittle it down to about a, a thousand or so. And I think that may be what I'm going to have to do, you know. Because like I said, when you, when it's Facebook, it's actual faces and actual people. And I last thing I want to do is have somebody, because I've, I've seen it before when you go on a person's Facebook page and they say some horrific, bigoted, racist, sexist crap, or just me, or even if they're not bigoted, sexist, or racist, just incredibly insensitive crap. And you look over and it says friends with mutual friends, 75. And I'm going, there's 75 people that are mutual friends of mine that know that this person talks like this and they're okay with it. I saw a guy put some racist crap up and it says mutual friends. And I looked over at the mutual friends and it was like 42 black people. I'm going, what? This guy says all this racist crap. And then I realized, wait a second, I'm friends with this bastard, which means somewhere this guy is saying something super racist online and it's going to say mutual friends. And it's going to, they're going to go to the mutual friends and it's going to go Bill Smith, Susie Johnson, S. Anthony Thomas. Wait a minute. This Anthony cosigns this racist bastard. Well, no, I don't. We got a data mine on Facebook pages, man. You may not want to get rid of Facebook. I'm not going to get rid of Facebook because I, it's how I keep in contact with really old friends. I don't, you know, I, I use Facebook so I don't have to certain people. It's not like I don't love the people or care about the people or like the people, but you know, I don't necessarily need to talk to everybody all the time. It's okay if your daughter has a recital. Would I, would I go to it if I was living in the same city? You could probably browbeat me into going into it. Come on, S man. She calls you Uncle S. All right. But, but I can just go and just watch five seconds of, did you see the recital? Yes, I did. Did you see all of it? That's not really important. I would just say that I did in fact see it. They don't need to know I only saw seven seconds of it because I don't want to hear that crap because the piano playing sucks. <laughs> I mean, no, it doesn't. <laughs> F y'all. But we got to data mine our own Facebook pages, man, because I'm telling you, man, there's some people out there on Facebook that are going around Facebook saying stupid crap and insensitive crap and nasty crap and lame crap and bigoted crap. The kind of crap you don't want to be associated with. And somebody's looking at that crap and they're going to click on that thing that says mutual friends and your name is going to pop up and they're going to start thinking about you a certain way because they're going to start thinking you co-sign that crap. And I'm telling you right now to all of my friends on Facebook, if you see somebody who's a piece of crap saying crappy stuff please know that even if it says i'm a mutual friend just know that i'm very methodically going through when somebody says something crazy and i find out that somehow i, I friended them 
nine years ago or whatever it was and just know I'm about to unfriend the bastard or if you see somebody that's a friend of mine that says some crazy crap make me aware of it please if you're following me on Facebook if you're a personal friend of mine let me know just know that I would not co-sign the craziness let me know what the hell is going on so I can unfriend that bastard like I said I don't care what people say on Twitter I know Twitter is really the wild wild west I get it but not on my Facebook okay I don't spend that much time there to begin with, but I don't want crazy crap underneath my comments or underneath stories that I that I post. You know, I got my family on there and I got my personal friends on there. And even though they will know that I don't co-sign that crap, there's going to be some casuals that don't know me that well. And they're going to be like, well, I guess S likes when babies get shot in the legs. Well, no, I don't like when babies get shot in the legs. OK, you bastards. So I don't like when political groups mine data on Facebook, but I think we should mine our own data. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Segment over. Okay, everybody. Thank you very much. This has been episode number 312 of the S. Anthony Says podcast. Thank you very, very much for all your kindness and all of that kind of stuff. Much love to you. Every last one of the bastard army folks. Uh, this podcast is everywhere. Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, Spreaker, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play. The home base is Podbean, iTunes. So if you want to listen to this podcast, it's in all of those places. Or you can basically just Google the name S. Anthony Says for the show. S. Anthony Says, it'll pop up. Or you can Google my name as Anthony Thomas. Bam, all my stuff pops up. Please send me an email if you want to talk to the king. That would be me. <laughs> you shouldn't call yourself that. Too bad I just did. <laughs> In all seriousness, here's the uh, here's the email address, my friends. For those of you that don't have it, I know a lot of you do, but some of you don't. It's T-A-L-K-T-O-S-A-N-T-H-O-N-Y at gmail.com. Talk to Anthony at gmail.com. Follow me on social media, my friends. I'm on YouTube. I have a YouTube channel. Go check it out. Just go to YouTube and search S. Anthony Says. Bam. There's the YouTube channel. I'm on Instagram where you'll never guess S. Anthony Thomas. You're damn right. And I'm on Twitter in two places. For me specifically, just me, it's at S. Anthony Thomas. For the show, it's at S. Anthony Says. And I'm on Facebook. Uh, go to Facebook, go into the search box and type in S. Anthony says you see the verified page for me, me, me. It's just me, me, me. And it's got the blue check. So, you know, it's me, folks. Much love to every last one of you. Thank you for everything that you do. Thank you for the kind words and the retweets and the reblogs, the buttock squeezes. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, thank you. <laughs> thank you for everything. I will talk to you bastards next week. So I'm going to say goodbye the way I always say goodbye. I know you like to say it with me at the same time. So we're going to do it on the count of three. Are you ready? Of course you are. Here we go. One, two, three. S. Anthony. Out.